Hi, and welcome to the Possibly Haunted Podcast. Morgan. Heather. And today we are doing another game show episode because apparently that's my thing. But also, uh, we have a quick little coven corner. So, on the theme of vacation, I was curious what everyone does to pass time on road trips. Because I know what we do when we're together, which is (laughs) gossip and sing badly. So, (laughs) like, what do you guys do by yourselves? I read. What, what, what if you're driving? Audiobook. Yeah, there you go. Or music. Standard. Yeah. You listen to that audiobook that's like uh, the really bad Scottish accent? Yes. I listened to uh, Good <laughs> Omens last time. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. I recently listened to that as well. On my way to see Cat, as they were talking about the oncoming apocalypse, and I was driving in the middle of the night in driving rain going, oh, God, there's water beside me. I know it. Don't drown. Don't die. Don't die. <laughs> but I do, I do love the uh, audiobook that she had a while back from her mom, that it has had this guy, or the narrator had a, a very interesting Kenyan, accent. something yeah. like that. It's she like, I want you. <laughs> she had a she had a bunch of stuff at DragonCon. Actually, we saw people walking around with it with her. I'm sure shamblets. the books. I'm sure the book's wonderful, but that. Oh, narrator. I'm sure it's not. It's all supernatural <laughs> erotica. You oh. know, it's porn sounds disguised awesome. as a book. It sounds mm. just great. But uh, Cat always hated it. Um, I want I you. I want you, Sunshine. <laughs> Which you know, even if I'm in a relationship, I'm like. Ugh. <laughs> Yeah. It's not your type of, of affection. No. Affection in general is not my type of affection. Same. <laughs> but anyway, who else? Is I'm it trying me? to think if I do anything other than the normal boring music. I mean, it's uh, not boring. Well, especially because, like, you just think you mostly travel by driving, so it's not like you can really read a book. Yeah. Except for audiobooks. Well, what like, type of music do you listen to? Are you like a sad emo driver? Oh. Or are you... Um, I listen to do, 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 like folky wannabe hipster music. Dig. I Starbucks music. Yeah, I'm down for it. Cool. And yeah. musicals because we spent yeah. oh my gosh. one entire I mean, trip listening to every musical that was on your... Oh, we did. We did. Which is awesome. We went through I think we went through Hamilton, then Wicked, then Heathers. Yeah. Then... What oh. more? Oh, I was showing you some of Wedding Singer. We didn't yeah. do the whole thing because it's not really your type of musical, but I was showing you some of the really cool stuff in Wedding All Singer. All the musicals. Yeah, and sometimes, no, I do audiobooks sometimes. Um, my problem with driving, um, as I drive all the time, though, I get really tired. Like, yeah. not just like, oh, I'm tired. I get sleepy and, like, my eyes will literally be closing and I'm like, oh, they've been closed for five seconds and I'm still moving. Um, so, and that gets scary. So a lot of times I'll just call people. I'll just randomly be like calling people and be like, hey, how's it going? Haven't talked to you in a while. What's up? What's life? How's your kids? And just do that. like, talk to me. When I was a good, studious little undergrad, I used to practice buzzing for trumpet. I would take my mouthpiece with me and I would, I would do my buzzing exercises and then I would put on the recordings of whatever I was playing to and I would... That is a good, good little student. finger. A finger alone. Good little student. That's yeah. good. I really it would be difficult for me to do that too much because I need both my hands for flute. Yeah, but you elbow do. driving. I used to, I do a little knee driving, but only on the country when there's no one else on the road. Oh, I knee drive all the time. And if I yeah. didn't have my mouthpiece out, you can do free buzzing without your mouthpiece. It's just yeah. really hard, so I needed to practice it anyways. Yeah, I wanted that nice. actual. Feeling. I used to be a, a very good student. I'm not a student anymore, so it doesn't matter. So yeah, it's like it's not necessarily that you're bad; it's just that you're not a student. There's a difference. You're nice. just good. You're not. You're just good. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect, Kat. Uh, what about you, Heather? Um, okay, so it actually depends on mode of transportation. Are we surprised? No. Um, I mostly drive because, like, honestly, that's how you get around Texas. It's cheaper to drive. It's cheaper to rent a car than it is to get a ticket, um, especially if you're traveling with a group of people. So um, honestly, for driving. 
mostly is um, music. And uh, I had to be careful because at one point, because if we talked about in another episode, my insomnia is really bad mm-hmm. and why I can't do music anymore is because I drive too much. And so I started, started correlating with, oh, now we're trying to go to sleep. I was like, no, I'm driving. So I have a good playlist of a mixture. It's pretty much anything except hardcore rap just because I don't have it and I haven't quite gotten there. I have a lot more hip-hop now, which is a very interesting Woo-hoo! process for me. Yeah, like, I'm Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm taking over your life. <laughs> no, 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 it's still more melodic-based, but I'm working just my wait. way. It's, it's, well, it's honestly because I listen to the radio because my car is so old that I only have a CD, CD? thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. I love my CDs, and I actually do like all that, but I also, because of how we listen to music on your phone, or MP3 players, I'm used to a constant shuffle. So I actually don't listen like listening to CDs over and over uh-huh. in, in the same genre. And so I like... I, it drives everybody else who rides with me freaking bonkers. I think, I think Morgan would be okay, because that's what, that's what she does when she travels. Yeah, but my iPod or something on shuffle. Yeah, yeah, but most people I travel with, it drives them bonkers. Like, okay, can we please just listen to, like, just Demi Lovato or just this? And I'm like, yeah, that of course. That really weird. to music like that. That's weird. I know. The, the only like, one... on their phone or the player, they'll do it by artist. No, and I'm like, that's yeah. cool. If, like, sometimes I want Tenacious D or sometimes I want Spring Awakening and I want just the album. But most of the time I want to shuffle, man. Sorry. The only time I do that is for High Lung because their tracks bleed into one another. And so... And most of the time I don't do it, but sometimes I'm like, I just want to listen to their whole album. And yeah. they, you know, they go in, a, and I don't shuffle the album because they go in a certain order. Right. And, like, there are things where, and I, honestly, the CD that's in there right now is Offspring, Rise, <laughs> and Fall. I have now Christmas in my CD player right now. Nice. <laughs> Ew. <clears throat> Whoa. But, well, and see, I took, I have, I actually had to go to the store and get a little CD thing, because my car still uses CDs, and I still like buying CDs, honestly. Like, I'll listen to it uh-huh. electronically, but I like physically having CDs. Either way. That one, I can actually go over and over for a while, but that's when the radio is shitty. And, uh, yeah, don't you hate it when you like flip through all the stations and you can't find anything, and you're just like, I don't know what mood I'm in, but I, I don't know what I want to listen to. Anymore. I literally listen to the radio in town every day. By the way, Belton Temple has one of the best rock stations I've ever listened to from wherever I've lived because it's a mixture of classic, alternative, and new. And this one here is good, but it's pretty much classics all the time with, like, a sprinkle of new. And it's Ooh, like, I like, that. it's not bad, but I like variety. Also, they have a really good Spanish dance uh, channel in Belton Temple, and I'm really True. confused as to why, but I'm down. Anyways, okay, so when I'm driving, that's it. I haven't done audiobooks because I'm worried that I'm going to fall asleep, but I've been doing a lot of, okay, bear with me, I know we're, I know we're a podcast, but uh, I don't actually listen to podcasts. And so, but I've been watching a lot of podcasts on YouTube. But I've gotten to this point, because they're not really doing anything, that I can do it just by sound. So I think I'm transitioning into podcast world. I'll transition into audio board. I'm working on it, guys. I promise. But also, like, commuting in Lubbock doesn't require podcast no. culture. Like, it just... No. Everything's 15 minutes. I listen to a podcast on my way to work. I guess I, I wouldn't want to listen to just... I wouldn't want to keep... Li- I mean, I guess I could. I prefer my short bursts of podcasts, because, like, when I do it from Rawls back to Lubbock... Um, my mind gets fixated on one thing they say, and then I'm off. And then I'm like, oh shit, I missed everything they were talking about. Rewind. Yeah. That's true. That's also another reason why I'm worried. So maybe I just, we're working on transitions. So that's what I do when I drive. When I ride, <laughs> when I go on planes, uh, still listen to music. I try to read. I've actually done where I've written my conference papers. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. work on planes. Work on papers um, or read articles for class, which I don't have to do anymore because I'm not in classes, although I should be doing articles for my dissertation. <laughs> Anyways, uh, but I've actually legit, on an international plane, bought their goddamn internet, which is 20 bucks for shitty internet. Yeah. And I've graded students' <laughs> assignments on my way to England. And I watched all of The Godfathers. <laughs> and, no, no, she watched all The Godfathers and slept next to me. The reason I, like, graded and did other things is because I cannot sleep on a long airplane ride. I can it crash. was a sleep as in quotation mark sleep. Well, yeah. I know. I was like, I'm surprised Kat no. slept. She never sleeps. Her <laughs> version of sleep. There was, at one point, I'm grading, and her head did hit my shoulder, and I was like, I'm not even going to bother her. We're going to be fine. And then two like, minutes later, I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what's happening? But I, and I was stuck in the middle. I literally didn't get up the entire time, which you're not supposed to do on an international flight. So literally, I'd be, like, typing, and I'd be moving my legs as if I was walking. I was like, yeah, get that blood flow. Get that blood flow. Because oh. it, it's, you're not, it's a whole thing. Anyways, so. You can get blood clots. Yeah. yeah. And I've never actually gotten to travel by train or bus, but I do actually try. I would probably do the same thing where I, like, do the work I would do on an airplane. Oh, my 
god. You can't just answer one question. You had like 40 different answers. Train or bus? Yeah. What do you do on your boat rides? Trains, automobiles. <laughs> on boat rides, I probably have a book. And listen to music. Listen to music's the go-to. I told you what we're not. I told you we're not surprised. Every coven corner, yeah. I can't do one answer. You there is treat, no one answer. You can treat a train ride like like an airplane. That's one thing. That's why I was like, eh, probably yeah. the same thing. I'm just throwing mm. it out there. I get sick on yeah, train well, rides. Really? Yeah, motion sickness. If I'm facing the opposite way that the train oh, is going. Oh, that's yeah, that's definitely a thing. I can't. I can't. And that's what I learned. I used to be able to read in a car, and I can't anymore. It's only if I look down, my peripherals are going by me. If I can block those peripherals. You can you can do it. It's because your body's like you're moving, but you're staying still. Oh, no. So you're There's gonna you should throw had, up. Like, the windows closed. Oh, you just it's the motion it's for the you. Motion it's of, literally like, the motion of being forced into like the opposite direction. And I'll, honestly, too, if I'm not if I'm actually not driving, I kind of want to look at the scenery too. Like uh, my mom and I went to Colorado, and I drove from Lubbock to pretty much right outside Mantu Springs. And my mom took over, just because it was a long ride or whatever. And then she regretted it, because she was like, oh, look at the mountains. Like, no, we're driving on the mountains. You look in the road. I get to look at the mountains. <laughs> and she kept complaining the entire trip. And finally, our car breaks down. I've kind of already told the story before. And so, like, we're both having to squeeze into a tow truck to be, like, taken back to uh, a rental place. And I was like, well, Mom, you got your wish. You're looking at the mountains now. And she just looked at me. I'm like, too soon? Too much? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but it's not untrue. But what do you do, yeah. Kat? Of course, I already um, know the answer to that, because I've... You well, you know, when with I'm you. with people, I'm a very like social road tripper. I God, will say, she likes like, to talk. And I I'm like talk. falling asleep, and I'm like, huh, I also, yeah, I like that too. I also love like to talk. Good. So, yeah. well, I can't and, believe they said that. And like, if I see she's like asleep, <laughs> I stop talking. <laughs> you know, like I'll put on an audiobook or I'll put on um, a podcast, or generally what I do when I'm driving. If I'm I on a plane. Yeah. And there's someone who's conscious next to me, I will make a new friend. Oh my god. Like it's <laughs> it's one of those things that also on since we're on it, trains and boats. Um, <laughs> and I've been in Most cabs and I will just one of my exes used to joke around that I would make friends everywhere I'd go and he'd call them my plane friends or train <laughs> friend and he'd make fun of me constantly. Because I'd sit down to somebody, uh, next to somebody, and just kind of smile at them, and they'd start a conversation. Mm -hmm. And then I would, like, mm -hmm. have this two-hour-long sort of, like, hey, and blah, 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 let me tell you about my life, and they tell me about their life. And then it's, like, a three-hour-long, like, friendship. I like friendship. how all the extroverts on this side of the podcast are like, yeah, no, duh, that's what you do. And then Morgan's just like, no. I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> that's really cool. As I'm, like, headphones. Or in as I'm noticeably putting my earbuds in, like, yeah, if I'm done. Yeah, their earbuds in or is just giving me one-word answers, I'm like, cool, chill, I get it. Because sometimes if I get in an Uber, I will visibly, like, as I get in, say oh, hi Uber, to them and then put them into my ears. It like, depends so on they the can Uber see. situation. Um, also, it depends on my mood. Like, right now, I don't, really don't feel good, and so I, like, I probably want to be social, be a good distraction, but let's get your uh, energy first. But yeah, um, yeah, I think Kat didn't make any new friends on our international flight to England, only because I was the, literally the only person next to her. She had the outside seat, mm. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, so I was inside, and I could have gone past her, but I was like, oh, she's sort of trying to sleep, I don't want to mess that up or whatever. And we talked for a really long time, but that was... We were together while we waited for the flight, all the interchangeable flights, and then, uh, you know, like the eight, seven-hour flight. And so we got kind of done with all the talking we could do up until, like, we had, we had to have spurts, we had to, like, different yeah. do things. So. Yeah. We have spent 13 <laughs> minutes on our coven corner. It's pretty, uh, woo -woo. normal. I, I, after going and through all the podcasts. And was explaining like, all the modes of transportation by Heather. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, uh, just real quick, I know I know we need to get going. I so we uh, we just I just downloaded all the podcasts and I noticed the ones that I wasn't on, and twenty minutes just off of our normal time. And I'm like, yeah, no, it makes sense. But y'all know me. This is what you get. I'm trying. I really am. <laughs> so uh, today I did another. Not. I actually am. It could be worse. <laughs> but that's good because you did good research, and that's good research is good. And I just you know I'm an extrovert, so I like to talk. Even if like I'm not getting y'all's response, I'm getting I'm getting something. <laughs> so Anyways, Kat, what yes, are we doing today? <laughs> so today we're doing an East Coast version of our haunted holiday game show thing. Woo! Woo! And so what I've done is they've picked out three different locations on the East Coast. Um, one of them is an hour away from me, so I was like, okay. Um, and 
I went through and I looked up haunted and non-haunted things that they could where they can stay. So there's one that's housing. There's one that's food, so just general eating places, and one that is activities. So things you could, like bullshit you can get up to. So do you mean there's um, a chance that will become possibly haunted? Yes, there is either a <laughs> two out of three or a one out of three chance that some place you choose is haunted. <laughs> I got really close to my last one. Let's see. <laughs> yeah, all so, three this time. So first, uh, who who would would want to be haunted this time? Me. I, I'm with I'm with Morgan like last time. I was like, ah, it's like a little poltergeist, no big deal. But like, I don't want like you don't want to say you're not going there to become haunted, but you'd be okay if you were haunted. Yeah, but I don't want like I don't want no demons, no it's malicious Casper. ghosts, nothing like that. Totally like, get that. Just, I can argue how Casper is creepy, but we won't go into that. Right yeah, NBD. <laughs> if it's just like a little little person just being like, hey, hi, how you doing? Where are you yeah. from? Like, An extroverted cars- ghost. Yeah. <laughs> Carson would be chill with, like, children ghosts, but Morgan would hate it. Yeah, like, if there was, like, a little kid who wanted to Your mommy's dead. Go find her in the afterlife. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so who wants to choose their uh, haunted holiday first? Nose goes. I think I went first last time, but I'll go again. It's mainly because I just got done talking, so I want to give someone else a chance. (laughs) Okay. I will go. Okay. So, luckily, Carson is the first one that I did anyway, so she's first on the (laughs) list. Uh, by the way, I'm getting nothing but travel ads on my internet now, and it's fantastic. So, Carson said, I don't know, somewhere in Maine. And I went, well, Maine is small enough that if we give her a fancy car, she can get anywhere she wants anyway. Yes. So, so I chose everywhere in Maine. As her. <laughs> uh, so I it, it. there's a couple different cities that show up more often, but, you know. So, Carson, how are you getting to Maine? Um, I'm going to fly. Okay, you private jet. Oh, well, last time I took a hot air balloon, so... <laughs> yeah, remember, remember, we have all the money in the world because of our oh, sugar right. partners. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Um, I'll actually just take a helicopter in that case. Okay, so that's you a, take your, your helicopter... <laughs> I don't think you, you take... can get to Maine from here in a helicopter. T- take You'd a have jet, to refuel, maybe? like, 20 times. Uh, do we have to be practical? <laughs> No, I it guess not. Okay. No, no so I took a hot air balloon across the country last time. I think I can take a helicopter. Oh, that's true. That's Carson true. Okay. apparates herself to Maine. <laughs> yeah. And she has three choices in <laughs> hotels that I'm offering her. First one is the Lime Rock Inn, which is in Rockland. Rockland's finest and first bed and breakfast is tucked away on a quiet street side, encircled in a wraparound porch and landscaped gardens. Step back in time to a world of relaxation and comfort and elegance in this coastal Maine turreted Victorian mansion turned B&B. You can choose number two, which is the Caneo View Lodge. Your hosts, the Edmondson family, welcome you to the lodge. All rooms have a private balcony and a spectacular panoramic view of Moosehead Lake and the surrounding mountains. Kayak or canoe in pristine waters on and around uh, Moosehead Lake. Yes. Go on a moose and wildlife safari. (laughs) Don't forget to bring your camera. Or number three, the Greenville Inn. Your perfect Moosehead Lake vacation begins at Greenville Inn. We are ideally located on a quiet road just downtown, just one block from downtown Greenville and majestic Moosehead Lake, which provides our guests with awesome views and magnificent sunsets. So I guess Maine has moose. Yeah, apparently. It's, it's very, guys, it's, it's like the right Canada. There, yeah, it's, it's, it's right there on Canada. Like, <laughs> they have, they have meese. They have meese. Yes. Um, hmm, hmm. I like that the first one has the wraparound porch and the little garden, but then you said kayaking and I was sold, so <laughs> I will go with number dose. Number dose. <laughs> well, at number dose, <laughs> number B, you are not haunted. What was the name Ooh. of that one? That was the Caneo View Lodge, K-I-N-E-O. It was the first my... one haunted? The first one and the last one were both haunted. Oh, yeah. Ah. I feel like the first one was like, step back in time, and I'm like, any time. It was like jumping the first in history. One, yeah. The first one was a private residence and a medical practice. Oh. Haunted. Yeah. And the last one was, uh, which is um, Greenville Inn, it, it was a lumber baron's place, and he kept it in pristine 
condition, and then there's a young woman that claims wanders around. You know, apparently she's nice. Uh, okay, so you get a bit peckish, so you enter your, I don't know, helicopter again and say, it's time for lunch. And so you have three choices. First is Jamestown Tavern. It's a historic Revolutionary War period tavern, which serves traditional American comfort f- fare and beer. What does that mean? Um, <laughs> so, like, burgers. And probably grilled cheese. Uh, like, good soups. Hearty soups and, you know. And soups it, and stews. Okay, Chicken. Yeah. Probably lots of chicken. Yeah, yeah, it's okay, very much sense. sort of like pub food, but, like, gastro-pub food kind of deal. Okay. Um, so there's the White Barn Inn Restaurant. For more than 40 years, White Barn Inn Restaurant has represented the epitome of fine dining. <laughs> this season, just so you know, they're revamping the menu. Apparently, there's a lobster and cherry cream sauce. Not that you'd eat that. But uh, there's also a beaten blue cheese agnolati appetizer, which is pasta, you know. Okay. So and there's a formal dining room and a tinkling piano player. Hmm. That's a quote, complete with a tinkling piano player. I like that. Or you can go to Bull Feenies. It's great if you're looking for a good fish and chips and, a, <laughs> and all that. Bull Feenies? Mm-hmm. Feenies? It has tea rooms upstairs, um, but it's like fish and chips bar food. Hmm. But it's Maine, so it's actually probably good fish and chips. True, true. Mm -hmm. I forget I picked a place where there's going to be a lot of fish. We're not. So did I. Yeah, I'm like, Seaside. Yeah, we all eat Eastern side. Yeah. (laughs) Fish and chips, but I do like the idea of tea time. That's cool. Yeah, I feel like... I keep missing a second. Yeah, I'm going to go with my tea time fish and chips, por favor. So the last one, Bullfinis? Yes. Well, you will be haunted. <gasps> Yay! <laughs> probably from so, the sad, sad tea that now smells like fried fish. <laughs> the, the patrons and servers claim that the restaurant is haunted by a woman dressed in period clothing in the bar and the tea rooms upstairs. She's never disturbed the guests and seems quiet, um, but she once... Um, said that, uh, so basically, there's a guest there, and this, she was like, it's really cool that you have period actors. And the server's like, um, we don't. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, no! <laughs> so, yeah. So oh you're gonna God. be haunted, but she's chill. I like it. Okay, so now you are it's full. Happy tea time. Yeah. <laughs> you're and full, you had have... some, the... <laughs> The best fish and chips, maybe some tea, you know, you're just having a grand old time and you're like, you know what, I'm going to get back into my helicopter and I'm going to go sightseeing and I'm going to see some different things. So the first one is the Biddlefields Historic City Theater. Hmm. So uh, that one is a historical theater where you can go see basically shows on their stage. I don't know what they're playing right now. Actually, hold on. Let me look up to see if they're doing any shows right now. Well, you do that. Is that really necessary? <laughs> I was going to say, while well, you're doing that, the helicopter now seems really practical once you're in Maine. Yeah. We, yeah. That, now just, I'm getting it. Pop. I'm sure Maine has lots of helipads for you to land on. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's it's a Victorian opera house um, in Biddleford, which is why I chose it. Um, and it does performing music things. Right now, they're doing more radio theater, so, like, do what you want with that. Uh, you can go to the Allagash Brewing Company, which mm. is dedicated to crafting the best Belgian-inspired beers in the world. Yes. Or you can go to the Portland Observatory, which has offered spectacular views of Portland's busy harbor and is a beloved symbol of the city's rich maritime heritage. Ooh. What was that one called? The Portland Observatory. Oh, that's good. Hmm. <laughs> I... I feel like I know which ones. At least one of them's haunted. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to go to the brew house and hope that they have some good ale. And while you are there, you will be unperturbed by hauntings. Whoa. So, uh, they Not have the apparently spontaneously <laughs> fermented beers which I don't know what that means, but it sounds cool. Um, and they have, they're in um, America's Last Standing Maritime Signal Tower. Nice. Not that that's really important, but you know. I mean... Fun facts, fun facts to know. 
Yeah, so you have managed to only be haunted once during By a peaceful tea lady. Yeah, which is you pretty solid. You got the you wanted. I know, I, I can be down with this trip. Didn't you, like, not get really haunted last time? Yeah. Yeah. I, I see managed a, to avoid I it. see a pattern here. I have just very good intuition. <laughs> I, I kept giving her, like, two of them had two that were haunted, so she picked, <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. know... Well, see, that's not fair. She knows I don't want to be haunted, so she's tricking me with Mexican food. So what I'm hearing is, is if y'all want to travel and not be haunted, probably travel with me. Don't travel with me. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how I, I do this time. We're going to be, although I know I picked a haunted place, so that, I don't know. We'll see. Well, all of them go. picked haunted places. To be fair, yes. Especially Morgan's, which is very specifically. Yeah. Um, Morgan, did you want to go next, or do you want Heather to go next? Uh, I do not care or mind. I don't want to say I don't care, but I don't, I don't mind. <laughs> um, I don't also care. I think yours would be kind of cool. Do you want to save it for the end? or? Yeah, sure. Okay. Because okay. I, so, I also wanted to do her place, and she said it first. And that's okay, because there's other places, but, you know. Yeah, um, we're also, all going on Morgan's trip. <laughs> yeah. And, um, well, then I'll let you know when I have it planned, because I actually already started that. <gasps> Whoa! Woo-hoo. Okay. This is cool. Um, <clears throat> so, Kat's office air host. I'm just going to say real quick. I picked a place that I have done historical research uh-huh. and musicological research, but I've never looked at it from a vacation tourist point of view, so I'm kind of excited. Anyways. It is different. And I it was is, excited because it's, it's a place that I've definitely gone a lot because I lived close-ish to it growing up, and so we went here a lot for vacation. And so I've definitely has... gone... Go ahead. And, and I've definitely done ghost tours, and it's like a hour-ish away from where I am, so I'm like, oh, well, if she shows up there, I can just show up there. <laughs> you know? Well, and, and Kat, like, we, I eventually want to go and visit her in Savannah, for Savannah, but also for Kat, and also, <laughs> like, when you travel in Texas, like, a five-hour trip to the city is a day trip for, for, for me. And you're still in Texas. And you're, and still, you're still in, in Texas. Texas. So the fact that, like, she's like, oh, yeah. A different state is an hour away from me, and I'm like, yeah, we can people, do that. That sounds people good. People commute to my job from South Carolina. That's, and it makes sense, because, like, in Austin, that there's an hour insane. commute, but it yeah. sounds insane, because because of our Texas experience. Mm-hmm. But anyways, so when I visit her for Savannah, which we will have plenty of Savannah time, we're definitely going to hit up Charleston, South Carolina. You and Siri, Siri on my iPad. Siri wants to come, too. Wait, pause. Um, what just happened? Fun fact, we can get to Oklahoma from Lubbock in five hours and 15 minutes. Wow. Which is closer. But I would say, wait, which is closer. No, it's no, a no, different pause. direction than what people in Texas normally go. <laughs> that trip to Oklahoma is closer than the trip from here to Austin. Or Dallas. Well, Dallas is about, well, I guess it's maybe six if you're going into, like, interior Dallas. Yes. Yeah. I'm talking about, like, it's about five. Yeah. Oh my god, it's closer than me going home. Ugh. Okay, anyways, back to the possibly haunted holiday. Okay, so, Heather chose Charleston, South Carolina. So, she travels there in what vehicle? Oh, I have to take a vehicle this time. I can't take my luxurious yacht around Florida. I mean, you could. You could leave that at Galveston. I already took a boat before, though. Let's just keep it simple. Is there, can I do a train? Sure. Because I feel like that would be kind of pretty. She arrives on the train. It's very Anna Karenina. Um, (laughs) (laughs) She steps off and she is greeted by Charleston, South Carolina, and she must choose a place to stay. So she can choose the Bellman Charleston Place, which is a sophisticated modern southern decor uh, hotel with a rooftop pool and fine dining. Um, She can choose the Meeting Street Inn, which is a beautifully renovated 1870s home. The inn has 56 rooms and has been described as having a romantic and charming southern style. Okay, wait. What was the first thing you said about that one? Uh, Meeting Street Inn is a beautifully renovated 1970s home. 1970s, okay. 1870s. Sorry, 1870s. That's what I thought you said. That's why I was like, wait. um, I was like, 1970s, you're going to have some hippie ghosts. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to put that down. So that place is haunted. I'm telling you that right now. (laughs) The last place is the Jasmine House Inn, which was built Mm. in 1843 and located in the historic historic downtown district of Mm. Asenborough, which is named after Lord Anson from England. He won the area in a poker game, you know. Oh my god. <laughs> so which one? Haunted. I think you I think you're tricking me. I don't think there's any unhaunted places. There is I have allowed you to not be haunted. 
Is it the modern one with the rooftop pool? Because I feel like... <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. I know. So, is that was that the end of the description? That's the... Those are the three. Because I got too excited to probably cut you off. Belmond, <laughs> Meeting, or Jasmine? Here's the thing. I kind of like the rooftop pool, because I think it'd be really cool to swim, like, up on the top. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. However, I'm very... And I think this is what... And she, she knows this is about me. I like staying in historical districts of places. And that's yeah. why you're always haunted. That's why I'm always haunted. <laughs> God damn it. And I also just like the name Jasmine. And also, okay, 1843. Let's think about the time period, people. You know bullshit happened. And there are ghosts there. And they're not happy ghosts either. You are st- You would be staying in the antebellum south here. I know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is like, this is not, this is pre and anti. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, fuck it. I'm seeing the Jasmine. Mm-hmm. I'm haunted. Ooh, I. well, at the Jasmine House Inn, you will be haunted. Yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, don't travel with me, guys. <laughs> uh, so, as well as being a popular accommodation for tourists, the inn also has a non-living variety of guests um, that have been seen by guests and staff for many years. According to reports, the um, guesting in the chrysanthemum room, this is where I'm going to put you, has been visited by a female spirit who didn't want him to leave and wanted the guest to stay with her forever. The guest, of course, decided to leave, and to show her displeasure, she ripped up his morning newspaper and threw the pieces all over the room. You know, I got an issue with clingy people. (laughs) Um, But maybe, maybe I could find the thing that she's attached to. Maybe you can find her body. Oh, you can help her. And either release her, her or just like, you know what? If you really want me that bad, I guess I'm taking you with me. Let's go move home. I have two cats. <laughs> you would not. No. Salt and burn those bones. I would salt and burn. <laughs> but what if we couldn't find the bones? And the only other thing was like the item that she... Oh, I guess we could burn the item that she's attached to. Yeah. Supernatural. Teaches things. <laughs> okay, so God after you've become friends with this ghost in the chrysanthemum room, okay. you decide you're like, ah, I'm kind of hungry. I guess I should eat something. So you go out and you walk around, and because that's the type of place you can be, you go and you see three different restaurants. You can go to Bocce's Italian Restaurant, Ooh. which USA, USA Today mentioned that it is one of the leading Italian restaurants in the United States. Oh. It offers an excellent menu with nightly specials, um, and the atmosphere is relaxed and friendly. The menu has choices of pastas made on site, as well as meat and fish entrees. It has a great wine menu, and a lot of them are offered by glass. Uh, the next place is the slightly north of Broad Restaurant, which mm-hmm. is a modern and low, uh, modern southern and low ca- country cuisine, served in an airy 18th century warehouse, which is very cool. Honestly, a lot of the low country cuisines are like boils, which is seafood, which might not interest you, but fried green tomatoes are always good. Um, and the last place is called Pugin's Porch. So Pugin's Porch. Pugin. <laughs> <laughs> Do you the see South. how I, I choose restaurants almost exclusively based off the name? That's um, awesome. So Pugin's Porch was originally a Victorian-style residence built in 1888. It has been considered one of the most haunted houses. Ooh, sorry, I gave it away. Oh, no. <laughs> you know what's funny, though? Just the okay. title was going to make me choose it, but now... So haunted, you'll poo again. <laughs> poo again. Puns! Okay, continue. Uh, burp, 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 burp. I didn't hear anything past Victorian resident. <laughs> yeah, sure. Built 19, uh, in 1888, so, you know. Definitely haunted. Anything pre-1990. <laughs> yeah, basically. Okay, continue. <laughs> That that's that was the third one. <laughs> what kind of food is it? Um, it's it's basically like um, bar food kind of. D- it's very casual dining. Girl, I don't know, man. Because I like the idea of like the second one being like southern low country food. Because that'd be like the local food. But you're right. I'm not really a big fan of seafood. Um, so I guess it would depend on what kind of boils. I mean, is it just like crawfish boils or? Um, honestly, in general, when they're talking about a boil, it's a crawfish boil here. Yeah. Um, so, I'm, not, I have I, the Pugin Porch menu right I here. Do, I wanna you can get that. mac and cheese, uh, pimento cheese fritters, uh, you can get uh, chicken salad, stuff like that. Oh, biscuits and gravy. You can get biscuits and gravy at Pugin's. I already know it's haunted. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I'm letting you know, that's what's available. Shit. Well, now it's between Coogan's and the Italian one. Mm-hmm. Flashy. Yeah. But see, it's like, it's like if I choose it, I'm, know I'm knowingly choosing Haunted. I feel like the... I mean, the, why don't... Do you want to choose Bachi? I don't... Is it also haunted, so it doesn't matter? I'm not going to tell you until you choose. I feel like it's also haunted, so it doesn't matter. You know, I'll, I'll be... I'll be rich bitch this time, because last time I kind of stuck with, like... Let's do the Italians. Okay, so the Italian place is also haunted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you got, you got way too excited about me narrowing it down to those two. <laughs> um, so, the restaurant... Um, is on in a haunted building. Um, it is said to be home to one of the spirits who hates haunted doors, or <laughs> locked doors, rather. So it, basically, whenever they close the door and lock it, the entity will start pounding on them and then sure. unlock them and push the door open. Why am I getting all the angry spirits here? Well, Why does the one of Coogan was very nice. Oh, okay. So it's my fault. That's right. <laughs> yeah. It's cat's yeah. fault. Uh, so they have she specifically... Me. She's gonna uh, trick at, me. At Pugin, they have um, Zoe Ar Amand, who is a school teacher, um, who died in the 50s. Oh, okay. She just, like, shows up in the dining room, goes to the bathroom, you know. Stuff yeah. like that. Just a... Yeah. So now I've, I've had two pot, uh, out of three hauntings... Yeah. Um, I feel like, I, I just, I want to say, I feel like you're giving them a lot more chances to not be haunted. <laughs> nope. Okay, About fine. The same. Well, <laughs> I promise. Okay, so I just ate. Where am I going? Okay, so you have some activities that you can choose. Um, so one of them is an obvious one, um, <laughs> and I will start off with that. The Charleston Orphan House. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, what? Okay, you say that, but I did historical research, right? I could do stuff that, ah, you... You bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a really cool place to go. So it was the first public orphanage in America, um, and the orphan house saw to the welfare and education of thousands of children from such poor white families place. in the urban South. It is such a cool place. I promise. The first um, orphanage. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's actually really beautiful. Um, it was opened go. up in 1918. You know, it was it, uh, oh, rather it was open until 1918. Oh, okay. um, so then there's the land on the Dock Street Theater. The, um, say it again? Dock Street Theater. That's also haunted. Continue. Are you looking it up? No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I type out what you're saying so I can review properly. <laughs> I was about to be like, cheetah! <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, I naturally pick haunted places, so why not? Why, why would I cheat for that? <laughs> well, uh, you know... The Dock Street Theater is Wait, did you just confirm Footloose? that it's haunted because you thought I was no. cheating? No. Okay. I said they're currently showing Footloose. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> I just wanted you to know they're currently showing <laughs> Or um, you can go to the South Carolina Aquarium, which I know oh, you like aquarium. I do. That's a good so, one. <laughs> I wouldn't know so, what to pick if I were you. <laughs> I'm going to all of them, so I'm definitely haunted. It's the harbor. It's on the harbor. Oh, it that's has cool, river yeah. otters, loggerhead sea turtles, alligators, blue, great blue herons, owls, lion seahorses, jellyfish, pufferfish, green moray eels, horseshoe crabs, sea stars, pythons, and sharks. Aww. Sharks. Jellyfish. Sharks. Who and you can don't touch. Have you Bentley. They don't have. They don't, because he doesn't belong in an aquarium. He's being really sweet today. Aww. He's being actually a really good boy. Um. It'd be great. I feel like the first two are definitely haunted, and the aquarium is just a, not, a fun, non-haunted place. Although, to be fair, the Texas uh, State Aquarium in Corpus is actually haunted, so it, it could be haunted. Um, I'm excited to see what you're going to choose. I'm going to choose the fucking haunted place. You know I am. Uh, okay, so... I'm down for theater, however, the aquarium really draws my attention. I know fish are fish, but every aquarium presents it in a different way, and there's a lot of different, more activities, so that's on the table. The Charleston Orphanage, I know that doesn't sound like a place to, like, go for vacation, but, like, I've done so much research from, like, here about it, it'd be actually really cool to actually go and, like, look at their archives, if they have any in their records, or whatever, um, because a lot of, like, really watershed moments in music 
happened at orphanages in Charleston. Really? Those orphans write really sad songs. Well, a lot of the times, they, if you were in the orphanage, they taught you trade skills huh. so that you mm-hmm. could do something once you were kicked out of the orphanage, and music was actually one of those. So uh, eventually, cool. there's, I can't remember the, the exact name, I think it's Johnsboro or something like that, orphanage, where they actually had, like, a little marching band, Aww. and all the orphanage, like, and then they had dancers alongside with it, so they actually played, like, marching band music, but it was, like, ragtime, and it was kind of, like, little jazz, and there were, I, so my project was trying to trace the Charleston dance uh. to actual Charleston, because there's, like, rumors that it's, you know, from there, or inf- inf- influenced by the dancers there, and that's how I got, Cat always brings up the Gullah Tribe, because that's, like, um, that's really cool. a big part of it, so there's just, the like, so... people. Yes, there's just so much, like, historical, musical stuff happening there. Um, I feel like at this point, too, I kind of went three for three (laughs) for hauntings. Even though I don't want to be haunted. Mm -hmm. But do you, do you really? I feel like just how how nerdy I just got about the Charleston Orphanage, I think that would be, that'd be a fun, nerdy thing to do. Whereas the aquarium would be just, like, a fun thing to do. So I guess I'll pick the Orphanage. Well, that was pretty obvious. You're haunted there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, but I also, like, don't want to not cheat it just because it is haunted. I feel like that also isn't fair to the game. Like, I want to do yeah. something that I actually would do. Yeah, so the original building is long gone, but the new buildings and businesses have a lot of uh, haunting stuff happening. So, uh, basically, around the property, they see children running around and often disturbs of, they're disturbed by the sounds of light running st- footsteps, giggling and high-pitched children shrieking. <laughs> even though there's no one making that commotion. Um, So it was devastated by a large fire in 1918, which claimed the lives of a lot of the children living there. And so that's kind of, yeah. Yeah, it's one of the most haunted places in Charleston. (laughs) (laughs) The most. Not just a haunted place, the most. (laughs) The first two were angry spirits, and then I have the most haunted. The, the South Carolina Aquarium wasn't haunted. I was trying to give you one out. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, you're trying to give me one out, but then you t- you tempt me with the goddamn orphanage that I did research on. <laughs> hey, I know you like fish. <laughs> Again, that should be a quote that we pull out for, like, a trailer. You tempted me with the orphanage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh sorry. My God. The goddamn orphanage. I just did. Okay. <laughs> This is, this is also probably why I freak out so much about Ouija boards and, like, hauntings and stuff like that, because I will I, I will probably be drawn to it. I'm the white girl that may be like, what's the historical benefits? And then I'm like, oh, shit, but here's my sage assault. Like, I'm still not going to play. I just want to know what's happening. Uh, uh, that's awesome. Three well, for three, guys. <laughs> Next is uh, Miss <laughs> Morgan's. Hi. Um, which, by the way, we're all going on, but she gets to pick everything. So yes, this is her vacation pile. that we're just like behind, going. Yeah, this is cool. We all pile into uh, her private jet, or however. How, how are you getting across? A hover car. Okay, Ooh. we all pile into her hover car, and okay, okay. go to uh, Salem, Massachusetts, and she's going to pick out where we're going to stay. So the first choice is called the Merchant Hotel. The it's rum- expensive. <laughs> Yes, it is. Yeah, because you know. Yeah, so I'm I, giving you options. I picked Salem because I was already looking at. I kind of want to visit. What are what are my options around here? Rum, pepper, and a little bit of mystery. Our Salem, Massachusetts hotel name and tagline play homage to Joshua Ward, the post-Revolutionary War sea merchant and privateer who commissioned the stunning federal-style building today that houses our Salem boutique hotel. Sounds like a pirate. (laughs) You can choose two. The second one, which is the Coach House Inn. It offers accommodations in Salem with a complimentary continental breakfast and has gluten-free options. Not that we need it. Um, It is built in a Victorian mansion that was built by a sea captain in 1879 and is located on a tree-lined street in one of Salem's most historic districts just two blocks from the harbor. Okay, so like the witch district? (laughs) Bright, spacious rooms decorated with colorful wallpapers and antique furnishings allow this comfortable B&B to retain the charm and elegance of an earlier era. Or... I'm you, anytime it's like period, dated or something, it's like, yeah, no, you know, you're probably Just just to say, though, fun fact, 
about it's not always about the time period. The Amityville house was built in 1924. Yeah. Still old as shit. But before the, or I mean after, not before, after the 1800s. Also, we were pretty sure my apartment in uh, Lubbock was haunted, and also it was built in the 50s. So. I I think earlier in this podcast I said pre-1990s is haunted. Yeah, okay. (laughs) We're just going to sum that up. (laughs) The Salem Inn is our last choice. Mm. Set in America's oldest seaport, only steps from favorites, famous sites, in quotation marks, famous sites. This property consists of three historic homes and provides a free daily breakfast and a number of amenities such as Wi-Fi and coffee makers. Wiffy. <laughs> Wiffy. Um, honestly, it's beautiful. So, which of these three would you like to stay in? I mean, I All honestly... All old-ass houses. I honestly um, looked at the Merchant Inn, so I'm going to pick that. And while we are staying there, we will not be haunted. We will have LED smart teas and Apple TV and not be haunted. That's why it's like two, three hundred dollars a night. Yeah. It's built, uh, it was built by Samuel McIntyre um, (laughs) and hosted uh, President Washington in uh, 1789. And it's really cute. So, <laughs> it's really cute. Okay, so Morgan's like, I'm hungry. And we're all like, yes, please eat so we can not die. And, so you're and, not hangry. Yeah. And so we give you three options. First option is Turner's Seafood. It is located in the Lyceum Hall, a building that has held many restaurants over the years and had guests such as Nathaniel Hawthorne Ooh. and Alexander Brett Graham Bell. Um, I thought you were going to say Hamilton. That's where we're going. Alexander Hamilton. Hey, hey, my vacation. That's where I'm going. She's letting us tag along. (laughs) Yeah. Her her rich sugar whoever, uh, sugar person, has decided to fund all of us going. Um, Option two is the Howling uh, Howling Wolf Taqueria, which is a funky Mexican joint with from scratch fare. Yeah, I totally bypassed that one when I saw it on the map, because I was like, who wants Mexican food in in North Massachusetts? Like, that's, no. Heather. Heather's who. (laughs) Actually, no. We're in the Northeast. That, mm mm-mm. But they have margaritas and live music, so, you know. Okay, well, that's, ah, crap. Hard to screw up a margarita. (laughs) And you can't really screw up queso. Yes, she can. Yes, she can. She's yeah, literally died oh, recently. Okay. So, um, um, although I do like the the name Howling Wolf, like that got yes. me. And then I heard Takadi, and I'm like, mm, I'm judgy and hesitant. Or you can go to Mercy's Tavern, which is a gastropub with local comfort fare, cocktails, and live music in a comfy atmosphere. The tavern. Yeah. Last one. Okay, so while we are there, we are definitely haunted. Whoa. It recently changed its name from the Pig Eye Restaurant, and it is famous for the paranormal activity. Um, uh, so basically, during the this is a tavern that was a focus for a lot of the illicit activity in the witch trials. It then eventually was a part of the Red Light District, which was a complete with brothels and seedy drinking dens and tunnels. Um, and then you know people got kidnapped from there, so there was. It's called Shanghaiing, but I'm not sure how, like, PC that is. But, you know. Um, So, oh, so, so, the reports are... (laughs) Kidnapped is fine. Um, Adult-napped. Among all the reports, there have been sightings of ghostly pirates in the bar area. Yes. Hachi-machi. (laughs) Woo-woo-woo. Disembodied voices uh, belonging to sea captains and even screams and sounds of struggling drifting up from the underground tunnels. Woo! <laughs> so, she's full. We are now allowed to move about. And uh, so I have three different places that I think Morgan might like to visit. So the first one is Wicked Good Books, which their tagline is, because Salem should always have a bookstore. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, okay. Um, <laughs> Straightforward, <laughs> I like it, to the point. Yep. Yeah. Um, the House of Seven Gables, which is um, the house from the book by Nathaniel Hawthorne. It's already on the Called list. <laughs> the House Green of Gables. Seven Gables. Uh, the House of Seven Gables, which is an 1860... Uh, oh, so, no, it's a 1668 ugh, colonial mansion in Salem, Massachusetts, known for its gables. There are seven of them. Um, <laughs> or the Witch House. It's an excellent example of 17th century architecture. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like presentations for all of these clearly haunted places. <laughs> I mean, I guess it just depends on what I feel like doing. If I feel yeah. like touring, it would be Gables or the Witch House. And if I felt like shopping, it would obviously be the bookstore. I was like, you would actually oh, do gonna, all of we're these. We're going to do but... all of these, but what are we doing first? In real life, obviously. <laughs> yeah. But what would be like, okay, I absolutely have to. Like, like you've checked in your hotel, you've eaten, now you're going to go do something. In that order. Honestly, if it's in that order, then I would say the bookstore, because the witch house, if you're not there early, that line is super freaking long to get in. Also, oh, yeah. this is your, like, the holiday. You can choose whatever. Like, we're not being practical here. I just, I that's, that's how I thought of it. But, like, the witch house also, would be, like, the very first thing we do. See, I feel like the witch house is one of those things that I'm going to talk you guys into breaking into in the middle of the night. Oh, my God. No, no Catherine. Good. I'm good. <laughs> hey, it's not even about the possibly being haunted shit. I don't want to get arrested, arrested. and then yeah, not be able to jail. teach. I finally have but my own class. what if it also goes, what if, <laughs> You're on your own there, sweetheart. I can't. I to be like, I know lawyers in Texas. I cannot process this right now, Kat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what would you like, whatever order you would like. My two great loves, taking tours of books. <laughs> she, know, she knows how her audience. I'm going to say that right now. Okay, I mean, helping you book the dream vacation here. I, I know what the witch house is, and so I know that's definitely going to be haunted. I actually didn't see that bookstore when I was looking around the town. Um, we, I would want to go to the bookstore. Okay. I mean, I like books. Yes. Yeah. Well, Wicked Good Books is well known for being Salem's haunted bookstore. Yay! <laughs> there have been many reports from witnesses who have seen books mysteriously flying from shelves as if they'd been flung by unseen yeah. hands. It's telling you, this is the book you want. Read it! I like <laughs> yeah. it. When the current owner was renovating the stop- shop, she invited uh, paranormal investigators to check out um, if uh, check it out after construction workers uncovered secret tunnels underneath this shop. Secret Ooh, tunnels. That's like Ghost Whisper when they have the tunnels. tunnels. Yeah. Done. They also found evidence of desecrated human remains in the tunnels, oh, which could go all the way, which could go towards explaining the presence of disgruntled spirits. Can you How, why go through they, the tunnels? I would love a haunted bookstore. Can we please go through the tunnels? I'm really yeah, surprised yeah. no one has moved those bones to like an archive so that it would haunt somewhere else. Just or so you know, Carson. Carson, we have those tunnels here as well, and I'm not saying you should go into them, but I'm saying you can. We have tunnels under Texas Tech. Oh my gosh. We're just not, that is a thing. We're not you, there is an entrance anymore. to one in Again, the School of Music this. basement. You just complete. Yes. I'm where the percussionists keep their going band equipment. Yes. It I just is. want to say real quick you just complained about not breaking in. Did you not hear my reason? I said, I don't know a lawyer in Massachusetts. I know plenty of Texas lawyers. Let's go. <laughs> Isn't that how you uh, politely get out of tickets? Is your um, connection podcast to... Podcast recording. Yeah, if you're caught gonna... on campus, the police are might just like, <laughs> don't do it again. True. They don't. Yeah. There isn't like a big. It, it, like, oh, you can just be Texas like, I'm a shenanigans. stupid student. I'm sorry. Yeah. There was sorry, talk of renovating the tunnels for a subway system, but it's not really built for that. Yeah. No, we should. Mm-hmm. No. Um, um, but I will tell you the tunnels in Savannah. One of them leads right up under the um, the first ba- African Baptist Church, and they have like holes oh, yeah. in their um, in their floor boards that were for like air circulation and quotation marks but really is for hiding people and getting them down to the tunnels yeah no that that would be the smart thing to do i just want to point out real quick that we all just got a little more haunted compared to our west coast trip i'm super fine with being haunted in salem though except me east coast no. is the beast you coast one more? i think no coast is the beast no, coast. About the same. i think it's the same say it one more time what? No coast, best coast. No coast, best coast. I'm not really a coastal person. I love being. I would. We want a Midwest <laughs> coastal adjacent. You know, next time we might have to do the Midwest or an international oh. version. International. So. Can I just Woo! say the reason I picked Maine is because I haven't been there, but I've been a lot of places around it, and I'm like, I generally just want to go. But my next choice would have been North Carolina. Mm-hmm. But I've been there mm-hmm. several times, and I just love North Carolina. I've been to Massachusetts. But Matt, Matt, Matt's of two shits. <laughs> um, because, I, but I like wasn't really there. Like I flew into Boston, but I didn't see Boston. The only place I saw was Plymouth, mm. and I actually like, I, we went to Plymouth and got to walk around. And stuff. Okay. Plymouth I Rock is very underwhelming. Child, yeah, I briefly as a child had a Boston accent because they took us to Boston and we learned how to say certain things there. 
when we were kids. So that's just a fun fact. I I see when you first said East Coast, my first thought was Salem, Massachusetts, and I was like, oh, Virginia, and I was like, I've been to Virginia, but like also. It's very colonial because Virginia. And so I was like, where else might I actually... And I, and I actually, then the second thought was Savannah. And I was like, no, that's too easy. Let's do one hour away. <laughs> because I could literally record from those places and be like, hey, so here we are. Um, <laughs> which might be a cool... It might be a cool series of, like, going to these, like, supposedly haunted... Even if we can't go in, like, we can't afford to, like, whatever. We can just be like, hey, guys, this is the haunted hotel behind me. But what? Kind of like what I did I'm in, telling in you, New for Orleans. Halloween, we still need to go record at Hell's Gate to in Lubbock. Yeah. Which, uh, by the way, this Halloween will be our two-year anniversary of our first Woo! official episode, not our intro Because episode. we totally forgot it of the first time, so, you know. Um, I think, though, uh, pretty cool places to go. Yeah. I think we should definitely do a Midwest version of this, just because it would be hilarious. Because um, I think it would be also <laughs> really difficult. Um, but... There's a lot of haunted places in Texas. For sure. Um, but also, I think... Branching out to international things might be really cool oh gosh, and informative. You know, I don't think there is any place in the world that does not have at least one haunted dwelling. Oh, area. yeah, people die everywhere. <laughs> and people die, like, really bad and that's... violently everywhere. Oh, yeah. I, I, was, I was literally just saying, that's such a good human connection that we die like everywhere, and then the violently part. I was like, oh, everywhere. okay, <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, if no, you no, do it peacefully, you're not going to haunt a place. Mm, you might really like Earth and be like, you know, I'm not ready, I'm just going to chill. Watch over my grandchildren. We'll see. It's I know what I'm going to do, which is to be a poltergeist that's just annoying enough to be noticed. Yep. So now? <laughs> yes. All of my friends have dead. <laughs> picked a type of poltergeist they'd be for me, and it's all in the same realm of annoying, but different types of annoying. And, <laughs> and I don't appreciate a... <laughs> people just messaging me going, by the way, when I die, I'm going to do this to you. And it's like, the The gif of, like, the lotion bottle or whatever so the fan just oh barely God. hits it it's 100 percent my type of poltergeist we've already also talked about i literally was going through other episodes to make sure they downloaded correctly and you already talked about how you want to leave cabinets open and then i freak out about my cats getting yeah. into it and then morgan explains how you're going to open the cabinets that doesn't affect my cats we've already talked about this we can keep going yeah the i'm ready minus open cabinets things yeah. askew so, we all got haunted on this trip. We Yay. did. I got super haunted. I got baby haunted. <laughs> Not by babies. I'm already haunted. Tea time haunted. Just staying at my house, so it's cool. I got two out of three haunted. It's pretty. Especially for Salem. Haunted. That's pretty good. It's pretty good for Salem. I like it. It's fun. It's good stuff. I gotta get cool. better about... Not being manipulated by cat. So that was our... Um, <laughs> that was our East Coast game show. Pretty fun. Keep uh, listening in the future. We'll be having probably the Midwest one and international coming up sometime. Yay. It's nice to have sort of a laid-back episode. It's more work for Kat, but I think she likes it. Yes? I like searching for travel stuff. <laughs> um, don't forget to go and follow us on social media. Instagram, Facebook, the tweets. And <laughs> we have our Gmail if you want to get in touch with us. Uh, Possibly Haunted Podcast. At gmail.com. At gmail.com. And keep looking, because we're going to get our website up and running. Someday. Someday really soon, because I have stuff to say about that. Yes. Um, and it's going to be great, and it's going to have the home destination for all of our clickable links to send you right to our pages, so you don't have to try and search for us. Um, I was also going to say, with our social media, so like if you have a place that you think we should go or like pick for the travel uh, portion of this. Yeah. You can obviously comment, email. If you got a topic idea, please, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, we'd like to know what y'all actually want to hear about, because um, we'll ramble on, as you've noticed. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, just uh, get involved. Check also, I said this in the last episode, but I'll, I'll just remind y'all again, Kat's doing some really cool stuff with our, our Instagram stories. We have, like, Cemetery Saturdays, and, like, we're, we're building that up. So, uh, and you won't find it on Facebook or Twitter, so you would need to follow... Instagram specifically. Instagram. I think we have the best content on our Instagram. It's, it's I think, the most fun uh, platform that we can do, but I also like Facebook and Twitter because links, mm -hmm. uh, so for, like clickable links is really important. I know I know that. And also, sometimes there's like Facebook, like the freaking tasty video of like making a haunted cake or whatever. Mm -hmm. You can only get that on Facebook um, as far as sharing it. So there's, there's different things happening on all the different platforms. Yay. So but we'd love to talk to you on any of them, please. Yes. Yes. 
So whether you want to travel back to the West Coast or if you want to go and get some East Coast hauntings with us in Maine and Charleston, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. South. All all of Maine. Maine. (laughs) Just Maine. Or, Or Salem. Massachusetts specifically. There you go. Since <laughs> apparently Carson makes fun of the way I say it. <laughs> I was like, I was like, why are you looking at me? I know. I was like, huh? <laughs> you could definitely, definitely still be possibly haunted. Ooh. <laughs>